When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Here's Gray. Pull-up jumper. You bet! Chelsea Gray wants to go to the finals tonight. Chelsea Gray and the Aces outlast Brianna Stewart and the Storm to move on to the WNBA Finals. Some more drama unfolds with Nick Kyrgios on the court in the quarterfinals at the U.S. Open. And there is a new number two in college football and some intriguing new NIL deals for number two's quarterback. From Wondery, I'm Matt Straub. And I'm Tate Frazier. It's Wednesday, September 7th, and this is Starting Five. Five sports headlines in 10 minutes. All right, let us begin in the WNBA where there were two potential elimination games on Tuesday night and the series between the Aces and the Storm featuring seven number one overall picks. That's right, seven. Took center stage again as it came down to the wire in Seattle. So Tate, what was the story in game four? Yeah, Matt, this one was an epic battle between the two best players in the WNBA, Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson. Hmm. In the first half, it was all Stewie as Seattle stormed out to a big lead behind her 26 first half points. In Sue Bird's final game, the crowd was loud in Seattle, but it turned into a tale of two halves. Las Vegas just kept hanging around, and then Chelsea Gray, who's been playing like a bona fide all-star all series Hmm. long, caught fire in the second half, ending the game with, listen to this, 31 points and 10 assists. That's a double-double, and that's also the first time that stat line has been recorded in a WNBA playoff game. Wow. And this jumper right here silenced the Seattle crowd late in the fourth quarter. Gray, six to shoot. She wants it. She's got it. Chelsea Gray, a master. A five-point Vegas lead as Gray delivers again. Chelsea Gray seemingly had the answer all night long, even as Brianna Stewart ended the night with 42 points, (laughs) tying the WNBA playoff scoring record along the way. The Aces sealed the victory 97-92, and Asia Wilson played every minute of the game. But Gray was the shining star again, and this is what she had to say about Las Vegas taking the series 3-1 on the way to the WNBA Finals. Holly, I just put the work in. I'm so proud of this group. It's, it's been one hell of a season, man. I don't, I don't, shit, I don't know how it went in. I'm just glad it did, shit. 
Yeah, clearly some excitement there for Chelsea Gray and the Aces, Matt. Uh, maybe forgetting uh, for a second that she was on live TV. Yeah, I mean, understandable. That game was so exciting. I, I think I forgot where I was for a second there. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other semifinal series, the Sun took care of business at home in a must-win game four, dominating from the start, especially in the paint. In fact, Connecticut set a new WNBA playoff record with 66 points in the mm. paint against the Sky, who previously held that record. So after a 104-80 Sun win, Game 5 will be Thursday night in Chicago with the chance to go to the WNBA Finals on the line. Man, so we've got one team, Chicago, trying to get back to the Finals for a second straight year. The other, Connecticut, still chasing their first title. Should be quite a finale for that series. Absolutely. Now to Flushing in the U.S. Open, where Nick Kyrgios and Corinne Hatchinoff played late into the night slash early into the morning mm-hmm. in the men's quarterfinals, and it was Hatchinoff winning it to move on to the semis. Yeah, this was really, in a lot of ways, a Nick Kyrgios match that hit all the stops on the roller coaster that is this experience. Early on, it looked like he might not be able to continue in this match due to an apparent leg issue. You could hear him saying on the broadcast, I can't walk. Then, at various points, as we went through the evening, we had Kyrgios smashing a racket, throwing sports drinks, hitting a camera, dropping audible F-bombs, non-audible F-bombs. I mean, if you were impressed by Chelsea Gray swearing on TV, you would have absolutely loved this. Yep. Uh, Anyhow, in the midst of all that, somehow we got into a five-set showdown with Hatchinoff breaking Kyrgios to start the fifth set on his way to putting it away. So he reaches his first major semifinal and will go on to meet Kasper Ruud of Norway in the semifinals on Friday. Meanwhile, in the women's singles tournament, it's over for American Coco Goff. She got knocked out by 17 seed Caroline Garcia in the quarterfinals. So it will be Garcia versus Anj Jabor of Tunisia in the semifinals with the other quarterfinal action coming up on Wednesday. All right, now it is on to soccer where the Champions League got underway on Tuesday. And as avid soccer fans very well know, this is the tournament where basically all the best clubs from different leagues across Europe get to compete against each other while their regular domestic season is also going on. So imagine a World Cup style tournament, but with club teams like Barcelona and Bayern Munich instead of national teams like Brazil and Spain. And much like the World Cup, the first part of the tournament is the group stages. And we were handed a pretty glamorous matchup on Tuesday, Tate. Yeah, even non-soccer fans have probably heard of these two clubs. It was Juventus, also known as the Old Lady and the biggest club in Italy, taking on Paris Saint-Germain, a team littered with world stars like Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe, and Neymar. And early on in the match, we saw PSG's star power light up Europe's biggest stage as Mbappe scored an absolute gem of a goal within the first five minutes. He is good, scooped into the area. It's Mbappe! Oh, what a start! Mbappe followed that up with another great finish on the volley that put PSG up for good in this one. Meanwhile, in Spain, Mbappe's biggest rival for the best young player in the world, striker Erling Haaland of Manchester City, put away two goals in City's 4-0 demolition of Sevilla. Now for the obligatory eye-popping Holland stat of the week, the Norwegian has scored 25 Champions League goals in just 20 matches, meaning he's averaging 1.25 goals per game. And by comparison to Lionel Messi, maybe you've heard of him, he averages 0.8 goals per match in the Champions League. Not bad to be outpacing one of the best players ever to play the game by nearly half a goal a game. Yeah, starting to think he's good. That's that's kind of, I'm, I'm trending that direction. 
Yes, the game's going that way. And finally, there were a couple of big upsets with Chelsea falling to Dinamo Zagreb of Croatia, who snuck out a 1-0 victory. Yeah, and the other upset on the day involves Shakhtar Donetsk of Ukraine taking down RB Leipzig of Germany 4-1, a win that is all the more remarkable when you consider they lost a number of key foreign players after Russia's invasion of the country in February, and Ukraine only restarted their professional league a few weeks ago. So to get this win was just a huge moment for the club, which was clear as the team celebrated with the Ukrainian flag on the pitch after the full-time whistle. Now to college football as the AP released their updated rankings, and it's Alabama holding on to the top spot after their demolition of Utah State. But we saw some notable movement in this edition of the rankings as well, right, Matt? Yeah, and just focusing in on a few rankings changes, we saw Notre Dame drop to the eighth spot after losing to Ohio State, who also fell in the rankings, by the way, themselves, dropping one spot from number two to number three. More on number two in a minute. But Mm. meanwhile, Florida made a huge jump themselves, going from unranked to 12th overall after taking down Utah. They did that behind that electric performance featuring three rushing touchdowns from quarterback Anthony Richardson. And while Florida leapt into the top 25, Oregon fell straight out of it, going from 11th to unranked after getting completely steamrolled by Georgia 49-3 to over the weekend. And speaking of the defending national champion Bulldogs, they are the new number two that I mentioned before. And their quarterback, Stetson Bennett, who threw for 368 yards with two touchdowns in the win over Oregon, has reportedly added some new NIL deals to his portfolio. <laughs> According to On3.com, he has closed a deal with Georgia-based Synovus Bank and the AARP. And along those lines, there will be no jokes made here about how many years <laughs> Stetson Bennett has been in college, but he is in his sixth season for the record. He's also reportedly pushing a cool million in NIL money, including this recent ad for an apartment complex, in case you missed it, where he plays off his nickname, The Mailman. Hey, here you go. This place is nice. Excuse me, why is Stetson Bennett actually delivering our mail? That's who you are. I deliver. That's what I do. Uh, Anyways, tell me about this place. It's new, right? Yeah, it's called Point. Oh, man. The acting, the artistry, everything about this is great, (laughs) including the fact that Stetson Bennett, for those who haven't seen it, is wearing a postal vest that looks like it was just purchased minutes ago from Spirit Halloween phenomenal beautiful stuff all around yeah i'm gonna have to say i I think i have my next halloween costume matt (laughs) yes we are going to close things out in the nba where the philadelphia 76ers added another piece to their bench as reports came out on tuesday that they have agreed to a two-year 5.2 million dollar deal with backup big man montrez harrell now we might not normally talk about a backup big man signing but this one is significant for a couple of reasons Dave. Yeah, Matt, now for starters, there is a legal aspect to this whole thing, and the Sixers' ability to sign Montrezl Harrell became less complicated when his recent felony charge of marijuana trafficking was reduced to a misdemeanor possession charge. Now, as for the basketball side of this, the Sixers struggled to find points from their bench a season ago, and it's easy to forget now, but Harrell was the NBA Sixth Man of the Year back in 2020 with the Clippers. We all remember him getting the trophy in the bubble and dedicating it to his grandmother, which was a feel-good story all around. Harrell has struggled since then, changing teams multiple times, but he's now reuniting with his former coach Doc Rivers in Philly, who of course was his coach when he had the best season of his career. According to ESPN Stats and Info, over the past five seasons, Harrell has been one of only two players to score at least 5,000 points off the bench, along with Utah guard Jordan Clarkson. 
So this seems like a potential perfect fit behind Joel Embiid, who's been, uh, you know, prone to miss a few games, Matt. Known to. Known to. Now, yeah, Harrell, though, somehow joining his fourth team since that sixth man of the year crown a couple years ago, which, as a side note, truly seems like it was a lifetime ago. But it is going to be fun to see what this Doc Rivers, Montrezl Harrell reunion looks like in Philly. And quick shout out to our producer, Ian, a passionate Sixers fan who is already fretting about Doc Rivers relying on Montrez Harrell too much in the playoffs. Ian, already looking down the road to the playoffs. Relax. It's September. There's plenty of time to freak out about this down the road. Just enjoy it. You know, enjoy things for now. Yeah, don't worry. Sam Cassell will get it done. And uh, I, I think that's it for us today. From Wondery, I'm Dave Frazier. And I'm Matt Straub with a quick reminder to check out Wednesday's episode of The Lead, where we look at what has been an absolutely chaotic offseason for the L.A. Rams as they get ready to begin their Super Bowl title defense. And on that note, we are out of here. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead starting five ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.